0: North Korea's pointing nukes at us. Cats and dogs are living together in sin. And the Eastwood Mall is now the number one mall in Ohio. Just when you think the world's going to shit, at least you have the Be Real Podcasting Network. Head on over to the Podbean app and search for the Movie Guys Podcast. There you'll hear great shows like For Your Distraction and Hey, I Like That Game. That's the unofficial hub
1: of the Be Real Podcasting Network. On Podbean. Have you ever been in a situation before where you knew for a fact you should not be in that situation? Have you ever gone somewhere, say maybe got dropped off at a seedy part of town or something, where you're like, this is a situation I should not be in, but I'm in it now?
0: I have found myself in a situation that it occurs to me, mid-situation... That how the fuck did I get myself into this? We're not talking about
1: Jersey Shore situation. We're talking about a no, no particular, not Mike the situation. Yeah, we're talking about like a situation that you were personally involved in.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a fun thing. I.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, what is it? Come on, I asked Okay, question. so I asked the question. So the 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 first thing that comes to mind is a story I've told in this program a couple of times. It's me. Being hammer blasted out of my head. Always. In a car with a large black man who's bisexual with his hand on my knee. Oh, that old... With just the two of us. And him, like, stroking my kneecap telling me how much he likes me. At this point, you really rethink your life and you're like... Like, your life flashes before your eyes and you're like, Wow, I mean, the things that it took me to get here...
1: (laughs) What did I have to do to end up in so, the car with this man? Right so here? Charles, yeah, that, that happens. Um That's a good story. We told it a couple times on the podcast, I know the story uh, you got That's one you, you were you were being driven uh by another man in what was it, Tennessee?
0: I was in Tennessee, Tennessee, yeah. And- yeah, I was I was going to uh, a drinking event at a bowling alley. And I was already wasted out of my mind. And I went there with a guy who didn't know he had feelings for me. A co-worker. A friend. I'll call him a friend. I liked him. Not like that. But apparently that's how he felt about me. Apparently you give off that vibe. I was like maybe 19, 20 years old. I was green as they get. I hadn't known the way of the world. I was from a tiny, small, little conservative town. And this, this, this is the situation I get thrown into. And I'm just like, wow, here I am. So this is, this is how I die. <laughs> I picture, like, Robert Stack's voice <laughs> explaining the situation. And that's the last time he was ever seen. I'm
1: waiting for the update. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Been watching Unsolved Mysteries lately, by I, the way.
0: Yeah, kick ass.
1: I've got I've got one of those. Uh, it's not as good of a story, I think, but I don't think it's one we've ever told on the podcast. I'm, like, looking, I'm looking you forward were, to this. You were part of it. You were you were there with me. Okay, great You're news. There with me. Do you remember a few years ago, we went to this bar, and it was middle of the day, and it was in downtown Sharon, and we were like, you know what? I've seen this bar. I've never been in there. Let, let's go to this bar. Let's have <laughs> a few drinks. So like we were gonna have like you know burger and some beers and stuff like that. We're gonna go in there. See what it was all about. We go in there. Yeah. And it looks like this bar is a front for something. <laughs> yeah. And everybody knows about it because we're the only people in this bar. This is like yeah. midday afternoon. There should be at least, you know, a couple other people sitting there having some beers, watching like a game or something like that on TV. We get in there, it's dead, empty, you can bear, there's like almost no lights on in there, there's one woman that's sitting in there, just sitting there doing something, reading something on her phone or some shit like that, we come in, you. she can tell like, what the fuck are these guys doing in here? We sit down, we have a few beers, and we have some food, the entire time we're like, is there gonna be some like Russian mobsters that are gonna come out of the back or something, or there's some deal that's gonna go down here? It was a seedy ass bar. Dude, we didn't have beer. We didn't? No. They didn't have beer. Oh yeah, that's right. That's it. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, they, they didn't have beer. That's <laughs> what made it so weird. It was there, a bar. There, there was
0: no beer at this bar. It was, and it was a bar. It was a it, bar. It, there was. A, we sat at a bar, and there was no beer. And I even asked. I'm like, uh, "Is this a bar?" And she's like, "Not really." <laughs> like to this day, I don't know what they were doing there. So. We'll, we'll I'm pretty sure sh- it said
1: bar on the outside though. That's so the thing.
0: So it used to be. I know it used to be a bar. It was called the Blue Ribbon Tavern, and they still had the sign out front that said Blue Ribbon Tavern. Tavern means bar. It means but liquor, apparently alcohol. they just never changed the sign, and it had like I, I had been there before, and I actually ha- had a steak there, and I had a, a big old PBR Blue Ribbon Bar. I'm gonna drink the Blue Ribbon beer. And I remember I enjoyed it. So, like, you and I were like, oh, let's go out for a drink. Let's go here. I, and th- there was one first of all, the parking lot was roped off with, like, ca- like yellow yeah. caution tape. And I'm like, where the fuck are we supposed to park? So we just, like, parked on the street. And there was no other cars. I thought it was weird that the parking lot was blocked off. So we walked down the sidewalk, around it, went in the building. There was, like... A sixty-year-old woman behind the b- what looks like a bar, with her like just staring at us as we walk in. We find our seats, and I'm looking to see like, oh, what do they have on draft? What's there's
1: nothing there. There's... I'm. A- the, the, what I imagine is you remember the scene from Desperado whenever there's that big that, there's that big shootout early on in the movie yeah. and then the uh, the leader of the Mexican cartel comes into the bar and they're cleaning up and everything like that and then those American gringos yeah. they come in they're you just these wi- wide eyed Americans you know just taking a tour they come in there and they see all this shit they're like can't you see that we're closed
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, that's what I meant. It was a seedy, it was was a seedy place. To to, to this day, there's, there's
0: so many questions. There's so many questions about that experience that we had. Like, I asked the lady, I'm like, uh, is this a bar? She's like, uh, not really. So I'm like, uh, okay. So we like, Like, we just like stood up and left and we got in the car. We're like, like, what the fuck was that?
1: Like, yeah, we kind of wanted beer. So
0: apparently we could have got meth. But uh, we weren't there for meth. We were there for beer. Yeah. and uh, Not the high we were looking for. No. So. so that was a fun time. That was a good story. I forgot all about that. Yeah. I, I think about that area from time <laughs> to time. I passed that on my way to work. Well, what's left of it? So it? Is now, it still open? It's not. Okay. It's not. It's boarded up. It's, I mean, maybe for all I know behind the, the play, boards.
1: What if the place was haunted? Where the fucker was haunted and we went into an what abandoned if- building and it was just a ghost woman that, that told was- us, no, no, it's not really a bar. That was a spirit. That wasn't really a woman. She was a spirit. Look at you. Listen to you. That would, that, that would be fucked up if it was... That's a goosebump story if I've ever heard one. That's an Are You Afraid of the Dark story right there. <laughs> goosebumps. Welcome to Trap House. <laughs> Adam, hey. We're back. We are back. I mean. we owe the, I think we owe the audience an explanation. Yes, yeah, we do. A and, bit and, of an explanation for what's been going on.
0: Part of it's my fault. Part of it's your fault. Part of it's no one's fault. But we've missed a couple of weeks.
1: It's Yeah, we had like one episode that was thrown out uh, what like happened? a week what or two ago. What happened with that episode? Um, well, no. Th- we, we got an episode out a week or two ago. But then we did something. We took off a week. You went on a trip. You went I did. Uh, skiing, I believe.
0: I did, it was a last minute thing Went skiing, went to New York State Did some skiing, it was a good time yeah. Took took my kids,
1: so So we took a break, uh-huh. took a weekend break We knew we were going to record next weekend Because what happened next weekend, Scott? The snowball crawl! Snowball crawl. You, me, your wife, two of her friends uh, Lackey and Deloney All went out to the snowball crawl Here in the Shenango Valley And we got toasted Nice and toasty So, we've talked about it on the show before, but for those of you who are
0: unfamiliar with the Snowball Crawl, it is a local bar crawl that's kind of a big deal in the area where we live, Um, and how it works is there's a bunch of local bars that participate. I think there was like 17 or 18 different bars, and each bar builds a putt-putt hole, a different, unique putt-putt hole. You know, you go and play miniature golf. Some more unique than others. Right, right. And you sign up, and the proceeds go to charity, and you get a team together, and they have buses, and the buses are constantly, throughout the day, driving around from bar to bar. And I mean, there was like 25 different buses going on. It was nuts. And you just go with your team, and you have a scorecard, and you go to each bar, and you play the putt-putt hole, and see what kind of a score you can get. You drink a lot of beer, and do a lot of shots, and then... Sockey bombs! And then get on the bus, and go to the next bar and do it again. And at the end of the day, you come back to a hotel where it's like the starting point and they score your cards and Hey, it's a good time. So we did the snowball crawl and we did shots of, we went to the Mexican restaurant, did tequila, went to the German club, did Jager bombs. And we went to the Japanese eatery that happened to have a hole and did sake bombs, sake bombs. bombs. Yeah. And did some jello shots and drank a shit ton of beer. Oh, yeah. And uh, we were real drunk, and it was, it was a lot time. of fun, yeah.
1: Well, we planned, we had already planned this ahead a time, we were going to go back to Deloney's, and we were going to record a podcast. After, gonna... yeah, and we figured
0: it's either going to be a lot of fun, because we're all going to be so drunk, or it's going to be an absolute horrible shit show, because we're all drunk. Yeah. So after the snowball crawl, we were going to go to the Deloney's house, and the four of us, Pat, Mike, you and I, record a show.
1: Well, we left early. We went to Deloney's house. You were you had to go pick up the kids, mm-hmm. you know, head home. You're going to get dropped off at Deloney's mm-hmm. house. So we were kind of waiting we're gonna around. We are going to have a slumber party. We are yeah. going to sleep over. Yeah, that, that was, was the gonna, idea. It was going to be boys' night and pillow talking. By the time you got there, Lackey's passed out on the couch. Yes. Pat is just, he's done. He's spent. He was
0: out. He was yeah. sleeping got, on the couch. I got
1: the mics all set up waiting for you. We go sit down. We go to record. And it's pretty decent show. We, it was not a shit it show. It
0: started out a little bit rough. But as it progressed, it got better. We had two mystery
1: guests join us. Yeah, I
0: feel really bad about that
1: because... They were good. Yeah, one one was Alex. I cannot remember her his friend's Vanessa. name. Vanessa, okay. Uh, my
0: yes. friend, I've known Alex for a long time, and he brought a friend of his. Her name was Vanessa. I'd never met her before. They came to Deloney's house to hang out, and they're like, oh... They came in the middle of us doing the podcast and they jumped right in without missing a beat. They're both very entertaining people. It was
1: yeah, great. You, I think them coming in made the show better. I yeah. Do I mean I mean, for the most part, the begin the the first half of the show was just us talking about I, Basically the reason why that episode didn't come out was there were some technical difficulties. Oh no. There were some technical problems. I think there's something there was something wrong with the old cords I was using because the only mics that were working properly were as scots and mines the mics wasn't working when alex came and dropped on the fourth mic that wasn't working you couldn't hear what they were saying it would have sounded like me and scott were talking to a couple ghost people that weren't even there so it yeah. was it, it was it was unsolvable. and there was there was from what i listened to there was some good stuff there was a couple good conversations we had before alex showed up but uh, that, i that i made the decision i was like you know what scrap it i still have it saved maybe i can do something later on where it's like a clip show where i just pull bits and pieces that worked in that episode i don't know but it would have been all out of context and it would have been confusing that episode so i said you know what forget it we'll start fresh this is gonna be the episode. We're gonna start fresh, bring you back to the regular four distraction that we got here. I would love to have Alex on again. I know mm. Vanessa said she was moving to a different state. She was moving so. to
0: South Columbia, South Carolina. Yes. So don't I didn't know. want to give him and the city. As she left, I
1: didn't want to give him the city in case anybody. But you know, you handed it out. Okay. Well,
0: I could be lying. I could. It could I could have made that up. That could not even be a real place.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, she's moving somewhere in a southern state with a... Or in the north. With, 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 there's, a, there's a Columbia, beach, Alaska. There's a beach somewhere. There's land there's connected... There's beaches in Alaska, there's Adam. There's land connected to water. Let's just say that. There's <laughs> land connected to water. Well, anyway, uh, so obviously we can't really have her back on unless she comes back up and visits, but I know Alex lives in, like, the Ohio area. He lives, he lives near Cleveland. Near Cleveland, yes. so that's a fair distance, but, you know, I'd love to have him back on if you guys ever see him in town again, because he was he's a fun mm-hmm. guy, and he seems like he was really into it. So, Oh yeah, I've known Alex a long time, he's a lot of fun. There's something weird about the microphone, there's something weird, everybody's always nervous, they like, oh, I don't know if I want to get on the microphone, the second somebody sits down, especially when you're in the middle of a podcast and you get on the microphone, they just go off. Well, just know, go off? Like nothing. Oh, I know like, Alex is a
0: very outgoing person, yeah. I know he would have no issue with doing it, and as for Vanessa, we'll probably... It was funny, like, because we, like I said, I just met her. We had just met her at Deloney's house, and she hung out with us for a little bit. It was a really cool, really cool chick. And then when she left, she was like, bye, it was nice meeting you. I'll probably never see you again, so take yeah. care. And I was like, wow, she's probably fucking right. I'm probably never going to see this girl yeah, again. Probably. So, she'll just go down as, as one of those
1: mysteries, like... I mean,
0: her maybe mic, she was a spirit, Adam. Maybe <laughs>
1: just—I mean, she j- jumped on your mic, so I know we—I have her voice on there. I know her, whatever she said okay. is strong. So, well, we could pick up an EVP once in a while too. But, <laughs> but,
0: but it, it, I mean, you said the clip show. It's been the enigma. We've talked about it for a couple years now. You and I would love to have a I've got... clip show. We're getting more and more content for this clip show, but will it ever
1: happen? I, the world may never know. I have a summer coming up. I, as I said before, I've been school, and I, I, I'm gonna get into a little bit of school later on. Okay, it's gonna be another Adam talks about school moment. Okay, but we're not gonna do it yet. So don't play the theme song yet, Scott. Oh, okay. We'll do it when I. No, I don't want to get premature. I'll, the yeah, song, okay? I'll give you the cue. Don't worry about that. But I got I got a summer coming up, and. I think I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna have a lot of time to do other things, and I think with a little bit of help from the audience, I would appreciate that too. If there's any particular moments that you've enjoyed very much that you'd like to rehear again, and you know, don't give me the hour, but if you even if you know like around what episode it's on or something like that, I think I'm gonna try to file through some of it because there's some other stuff that never reached the audience. There's a few bits that I've had to cut out that I think it's been enough time where I can... We've got some, we've got some B-reel that yeah. uh, hit the cutting room floor. That, it's some golden
0: stuff that yeah, so. needs, to, needs to see the light of day somehow.
1: So I've got I've got three months ahead of me as soon as the semester's over where I'm going to have to have a hobby. And obviously I'm going to be working on my programming during that time, but I'm going to have to take a break from that from time to time. So
0: I will say doing a clip show like that is going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a it's going to take a long time, it's going to be a lot of work. So, like you said, if there's of our listeners, if you remember hey, they told a really funny story. This funny thing happened way back on this episode at this time. Even if
1: you know like the month it was done. Yeah, I mean, in, just like...
0: give, us, give us a ballpark so it narrows it down a little bit. We've been doing this show for, what, three years yeah. now, going on three years. The so. only
1: hard part about it is finding the stuff. Actually right. taking it apart and putting it together is easy. So if
0: you have any idea... Of something you'd like to see on a clip sh- or hear on a clip show, excuse me, send us an email for your distraction at gmail.com or get a hold of us on social media, Facebook, Twitter. Let us know. And that would that would be a great help. But I'd love to see a clip show happen, Adam.
1: Yeah. So, without further ado, let's get back into the regular FYD role. Beer of the show. Scott. Beer of the the brisky of the show. You brought it this I did, time.
0: I did um the beer of the show I've never had this before. It is the I'm guessing it's it's spelled very f- funny, but I'm going to say it's Weyerbacher. Yeah, that's
1: what that's what I, I was that's what I'm thinking. I mean, today. I was
0: spelling it phonetically. W E Y E R B A C H E R. Weyerbacher, Sunday Mole Stout. And this is from the Weyerbacher Brewing Company in Easton, Pennsylvania. Wirebacher. It's Mole Stout. It is an imperial stout with coffee, cocoa, cinnamon, and peppers. So, Adam, why don't you go first? Tell the people what you think of the beer. I know you don't give it a number because you don't want to tie yourself down, but uh,
1: let me know what you think about this, Bruce. I'm going to start with the label. Okay. This label is going to give me nightmares tonight. It's, it's, I'm Describe gonna have, it. Describe it for the people. There is like a jester looking individual uh, wearing different color, like, you know, like old whatever you see like in like medieval jester game, like the hat that's got like the three long things that come out from it, bells on the tips, things like that. There's no bells on these. Well, yes, there is actually no I'm saying there are bells on these tips. Um bunch of different colors. Just a tip, Adam. Just yeah. the tip. Colors and stripes, but the face. The face looks like there's a mask on it, but you can see his eyes and his teeth, and he's giving like a very Joker esque smile, and his eyes are just bugged out of this, and he's sitting at like a dinner table. It's really creepy. It's a really creepy. I could see this being in you know like a Goosebumps esque tale where this jumps out of the bottle and murders kids. And... Escape from Trap House. Yes, Escape from Trap House. Escape from Weyerbacher. Um, so that's just. Going from there, it's going to give me nightmares. The beer itself, um, take another swig. I'm not a fan. No? I don't like it. it, it the coffee, it's, it's 100% the coffee. Too much coffee, it's too bitter. The coffee is just, it's real strong. The coffee hits you. Right when it touches your tongue, that is the first thing you taste, and it punches you hard with that coffee. Um, if you love coffee, I think you'd like it, but it's it's really bitter with and, and just that coffee taste. You get a hint of the cocoa afterwards a little bit. Um, it's not it's not really too heavy, but it's definitely got a little bit of weight to it. Um, I'd give it. I'm gonna give it an average. It's okay. for me, it's average. There's some wow factor there if I liked coffee but i hate coffee so i'm going to have to give it an average it's not a terrible beer but i'm not i don't see myself drinking another one of these
0: i respect that i do and i actually i agree with you i do i i think it's a very unique beer i'm not a huge coffee person i don't i don't hate or despise coffee like you do but i wouldn't consider myself a coffee drinker like my wife Oh good God! She needs coffee in the morning before she can function. I'm not like that, but I do like some porters and some stouts and some a lot of beers use coffee for flavoring and especially for coloring. Um, so I do taste the coffee in this one. I that's not what bothers me, Adam. Really? I, it it tastes a little bit spicy. I taste a spice, and I was reading, it's coming from the peppers. Putting peppers in beer is kind of a novel thing, and I think that's really unique. I think that in itself kind of gets a little bit of a wow factor, from me, anyway, in my humble opinion. Um, this, is a, this is a beer you cannot drink a lot of, and this is a beer
1: that is a I, one and done. It's a one and done. It's for a one
0: a- and done, and not only that, I think it's a little much. I think it's I think the spice is like overpowering. I like spicy things. Spicy things don't like me. So, I feel like this is going to give me heartburn later if I drink too much of this beer. Yeah. I um, mean,
1: I I see what you mean about the pepper mm-hmm. taste. I have, my taste buds I have a really really hard time tasting the pepper until like maybe like a minute after I've swallowed my gulp simply because the for me the the coffee's so overpowering. See, that's... I
0: taste the coffee, but that's not what bothers me. It is, I will, I will say again, you're right. The heat, the spice hits you a little bit of an aftertaste. Yeah. The initial flavor isn't as bad, just tastes like a stout, a traditional stout, but then you get hit with the, and the cinnamon too. Cinnamon's got a little bit of spice to it too. So, yeah, it's, it's truly unique. I'm going to go ahead and rate this. Um, I'm going to give it a 2.5, right, right smack dag in the middle, and it's mainly getting bonus points from uniqueness. Yeah, so it's average. So
1: it's, yeah. you would say I'm it's not average, crazy yeah. about
0: it. It's not one that I would go to the bar and drink, it's, but um, I'm glad we're trying it now to say we've had
1: it. I'm glad we're trying it now. I'm also glad that I brought sangria with me so that I can <laughs> wash a taste out of it whenever I'm done with this. I don't even know if I'm able to finish this bottle, to be honest with you. I'm having, I'm having it, a bit of a hard time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I would recommend to all our listeners, if you ever see the Weyerbacher Sunday Mole style, definitely try it. Oh yeah, it's worth a try. It's, it's worth a try. try. Mm-hmm. I mean I'm gonna finish it, but that's I've got some more of it and I'm not gonna I'm gonna skip it. I'm gonna go with uh you know what, hit me some hit me with some of your sangria there. Yes, sir. Mister. Let's see It's, just, the, just
1: uh, it's the Epa. very cheap. Supra fruta red sangria.
0: Okay. Hit me with a little bit of that, so yeah, sweet. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. <sighs> so, I have a story I'd like to tell. Well, do tell, do tell. Um, So, the other day, I needed to take my car in to get serviced. So, I went to my, my shop where I go. And thankfully, right next door to my shop my where I take my car, there's a bar. And I've utilized this bar plenty of times. You
1: want to name the shop, give him a shout out? Um, or do you not like them that much?
0: No, I like them a lot, but I think they're called Black Shears Automotive. Never heard of it. They're in Hermitage or Farrell, Pennsylvania, around where we live. But uh, I'll give them—they do good work. They do good work. They're cheap. They're good guys. But uh, the bar—I I, won't—I won't give a shout out to the bar be, for obvious reasons. But went to the bar and uh, sat down and had a drink, had a little bite to eat while I was waiting for my car to get done. Usually an hour or so. There happened to be one of those jukebox, but not one of the old-fashioned one where the arm swings over and it gets the record. It's like this is one of like the new internet computer, style computer ones. ones. Yeah, it's a computer. It's called the Touch Tunes. Yeah, where it's like you can download any song and play it if if the price is right. So I'm sitting there at the bar, and these two young African American kids walk over, and they're probably not twenty-one. Maybe they're early twenty, maybe late teens. Early 20s. I don't think they looked 21. Maybe they were. A guy and a girl. Or they gotta be black, Scott. Because they 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 were. They were black. They walk over, because that's relevant to the story. They walk over to the Touch Tunes jukebox, and they put a couple of bucks in. And they played a few hip-hop rap songs. They only put a couple. They played like three songs at them. And I will say that maybe the volume on the jukebox was a little bit loud. It was might have been turned up, but perhaps the bartender should have turned the volume down a little bit. But it was kind of loud. And sitting there, then the third song ended, and then their money had run out. And I, I dig, I dig hip hop, Adam. I'm, I'm a fan. That's
1: the most dad thing you've ever seen. <laughs>
0: I'm down. I'm down with the hippity-hoppity. <laughs> so, so when it was over, I just paid no attention until the white elderly bartender comes over to me, and they see me, another white person, sitting at their bar. and They said to me in this this tone, Thank God that's over. That kind of music makes me want to kill something. And I just looked at this bartender and smiled. I got up, I walked over to the touch Tunes jukebox. I dropped a tenor and I hit that bartender with the hardest hitting gangster rap, ratchety trap music that was on there. I mean it was it was great Adam. it was so great, and I just felt that it came off a little bit racist came off a little bit racist. I don't like racists, so.
1: That's what I did, Gucci Gang. <laughs> I hear that story. I don't. I don't. I don't hear the racism. If myself, you were there, so... y-
0: maybe I'm doing a maybe poor she just job,
1: or maybe she just doesn't like rap and hip hop and thinks it's not really good music. Like I don't think country is good music. I think it's like non music. Basically, it's really depressing and dumb. So if I was in the same situation and some white people came up and put some country songs on and it was over, I'd be like, thank God that shit's fucking done. I swear to God.
0: Country is not my favorite type of music. I hate but it. But unlike you, I do like some country. I wouldn't say I hate country. I've been to country concerts and I lived in Tennessee for a year, so there's no getting around it there. So I do, I, I do like country but it's certainly not my favorite. And but that's my. But that's my. But point. I wouldn't say it I, makes me want to kill something. That's that, right there saying it makes me want to kill
1: something. That what what? Well, the other last week, I whenever I was in French class, I was sitting next to this one guy, and <coughs> we were doing we were doing some kind of bullshit. This isn't the story I was what I want to talk about, but we were doing some kind of bullshit, and I was exhausted and I was tired and. Adam talks about school.
0: I'll do it again later. That's fine. That's it. fine.
1: Um. Well, I mean, we were. I was sitting for a second. I was tired. I didn't sleep all the night before. I just got up working eight hours. I'm in French class. I don't want to be in French class. We're doing some kind of bullshit. Like we're in our work, workbooks. Uh, like we're learning something new, and we have to keep doing it. And I'm having a hard time doing it, and. It's all a bunch of bullshit. And I said, like, after we were done with the whole thing, I looked at the dude, I was like, yeah, all right, this is great. I'm going to go home and slip my wrist now. And it was an offhanded comment. Like, I'm not really going to fucking go home and slip my wrist. It was an offhanded comment. So, like, whenever, whenever somebody says, "Thank God," it's just it makes me want to sh- fucking shoot somebody. You're just saying how much you hate something. I hate, I hate it so much. I fucking hate it so much. Like, I would say the same thing about fucking country music. If I, if I saw, if I was listening to like it was three country songs came on, and I'm sitting there enjoying a beer and some fucking food, and I'm hearing all this redneck shit come on, I can say redneck because I'm white. But all this redneck shit Why comes. Why they gotta on. be red, Adam? <laughs> red stands for. Power, fire, fire, passion, neck. Neck. Well, without it, you still got red. You would make a
0: great white supremacist. I mean, you're not. I know you, yeah. but, I mean, if you.
1: I, I do shave my head now, so.
0: <laughs> nah, you don't shave your head. You need to get a fasci. Grow a fashy. <laughs> oh, God. Like our boy Zach, who was on the show. Oh, God. He has a, fa- but he's not a white supremacist either, but he no. rocks fashy.
1: Anyway, but if I but if I heard some and I'm sitting there in a good mood and then all of a sudden this country music comes on and when it's all done I'd be like I'd probably say something very similar like thank God that fucking shit's done like I like I I, I would probably say something similar just and just offhand just offhanded you know it's an offhanded remark I think the only reason why you thought it was wow, this person being racist because it's an old white woman and it was a couple black kids that threw the music on I think yeah. that's the only reason why you know I'm sure if like it was an old black lady and she hates hip-hop and she said the same thing that shit makes me want to kill somebody You'd be like yeah it wasn't the it wasn't the best hip-hop you know blah blah, blah. you strike up a conversation well,
0: I, okay but i still probably would have hit her with that the tenor i feel would have gone up there and popped it in because
1: i mean yeah but i'm just saying like i don't that's the kind of dickhead i am yeah like i'm not saying like i, I enjoy hip-hop and you know it, as a bartender maybe she shouldn't have made that comment obviously based on business i don't See it as being racist per se. Maybe she said, "Oh, I'm sick. I'm so glad that shit's done. I hate that jungle music." Then I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> that, that's one racist white woman right there." Jungle that, music. Yeah. Then then I'd jungle like, bugger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you know what I mean? Like, like if she had said something like that, yeah, but like, yeah. I, I just I didn't see it. I don't see it as racist. Well, I, I wouldn't appreciate the comment. I'd be like, "Well, I'm eating here and I enjoyed it, so." Go fuck yourself.
0: I just feel really good about myself. I'm proud of myself for doing that. I just like like the entire Kendrick Black Panther album. She heard it. Like 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 little what, pump. What, she heard the music, it. The music played was great. Like, was it
1: like 90s rap oh, music? Fuck no. Oh.
0: Like current current rap charts.
1: I was saying it would be funny. It'd be really funny. I picture it in my head you go in there, you throw on some like real hardcore like hardcore 90s rap, like old school, like Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg kind of shit. Maybe a little DMX thrown in there, you know, just to spice it up a little bit. And you're saying, what they want. Yeah. And you're sitting there like, I'm really proud of myself. Like, yes, I'm showing this old white lady. What's what? And then the two black kids, you walk by and you hear over here and say, this music fucking sucks. Some old guy shit. And you'd be like, Oh, okay. I did it for you.
0: How dare you talk about the yin yang twins that way? <laughs>
1: Tell me what you want when you whisper in your ear.
0: Oh huh? uh, yep. So I I don't know. I, it was fun times. Uh something, something about old old people in restaurants. I almost got in a I had an argument with a lady tonight at a, at a restaurant. So
1: You're supposed to respect the elderly yeah, Scott. Yeah, but
0: she's being a bitch. I don't take shit from no one. I don't care how elderly i
1: respect you, the elderly. I don't care how long you bitch. got to live.
0: I don't care how long you're gonna be on this earth. You being a bitch, fuck you. So I went to a restaurant tonight with uh, my wife, my two kids, and uh, her father and her stepmother. We went. We met them. They were already there. They had a table waiting for us. So it's it's very cold. It's a very cold day here. It snowed last night. The wind is really whipping. And this place we ate at, it's kind of a little dive bar, but really good food. So the it, it's kind of, it's set up like a house. They almost have like a house door instead of like your typical Bar door. That's... Yeah, it's like it's like a sliding glass. Not sliding glass. It like opens with a handle, but there's like another door behind it that you have to open. So I was carrying my youngest daughter, Nina. I was carrying her in. She's two. And I get to that door, and I'm struggling to open the door by myself. Kristen was coming in behind me. She had our oldest daughter, Eva. They were walking. They were a few steps behind me. So I open the door, and I get in. I see them, so I start walking over the table. Well, I left the door open. Mind you, the glass door closed. It was just the big, heavy wood door. I left it open. Yeah. Because my wife and my other kid are coming in behind me. And this little old lady who's sitting there kind of by the door, she goes, "Real not nice. She didn't ask me nicely. She said it real rude. Um, Can you close that door? It's cold out there. Don't leave it open. And I'm like, I have more people. There's more people coming in. And she's like, ah! And she like stands up in a huff to like walk over there and close it. And as she gets like a step away, Kristen walks in the door. I'm like, they're right there, ma'am. You only needed to wait six seconds. And I gave I gave the bitch that attitude. And the rest of the time, she was there with like her old husband. And, and that's when
1: Scott walked over the jukebox and played Drake. <laughs> I
0: Should have I <laughs> fucking should have? They had the Touch Tunes there too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that needs to be your response to every old person. <laughs> Take this Drake, bitch. <laughs> That's going to be a new meme. Take <laughs> this Drake. Not the Take greatest. this Kanye
0: and love it. <laughs> but, uh, no, I they they I could feel, because I, where I sat in the restaurant, they were kind of behind me. And I could feel the laser beams coming out of their eyes hitting the back of me. Do you know, like, how,
1: you, you know how you make those people really angry to mm-hmm. the point where they hate it? Have Play a good, Kendrick Lamar? No, have a good time. That's he did. I you was. Been, that's what I mean. Like like if, if you feel some of the like, like, oh that motherfucker over there, you break out laughing like ah oh! <laughs> like just laugh at shit, just have a great old time and stuff. Kristen's that all that pisses him off so Kristen much was more. all
0: pissed off at me. I'm like, what? She was being a bitch. She's like, Yeah, but she's 111 years old. She's gonna die next week. And you had to be an asshole to her.
1: In fairness, a few episodes ago we did kind of say that once you hit a certain age, you kinda have the right to say whatever the fuck you want, it doesn't y- matter. You said that, Adam. I didn't you say that. You agreed with me. You were like, I kind of agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, once you hit a certain age, it doesn't matter what you do. You're gonna die soon anyway.
0: You're gonna die soon, but you're you're not free from hearing it back. I'm gonna give you shit if you give me shit. That's I'm just I'm just role. saying we, we did. Is agree- that the golden rule? That maybe treat others rule. the way you want to be treated, right?
1: Unless you're 111, then doesn't matter. No, oh, fuck that bitch anyway.
0: Well, Adam, it happened again. It happened again. You shouldn't even. We shouldn't even be surprised anymore. And unless you've been living under a rock, you know what I'm talking about in the news. There was another mass school shooting. Yes, there was in Parkland, Florida. Uh, Stoneman Douglas or something was the name of the school. I think Seventeen or eighteen people were killed. A lot of kids. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah. But something came out of this. A new narrative has joined the fray.
1: I can't wait to hear this. And
0: I am just, I I get the shakes thinking about this. So the Republican Party, who we all know, they're in the pocket of the NRA. What they're clamoring for now is not gun control. Oh, forget the fact that we have these school shootings all the time. And we can't talk about an assault weapon ban or longer waiting periods or stricter background checks. Oh, no, none of that. They instead, Adam, want to arm teachers. That's, that's what I'm hearing from, from you... the right-wing supporters. They want the, math, the high school math teachers to pack Glocks. They want
1: the lunch ladies to be strapped.
0: I was going to say, why,
1: what makes a math teacher so special? They okay. want
0: the English teachers to be packing heat. That They want to turn our schools into a war zone. That's what they want. I think this is the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life. And they're standing by
1: it. They're, they're doubling down. Well, especially because when you look at statistics, the majority of the country does not want that. The majority of the country wants stricter gun control policy. Now, before we get into this, for any particular conservative that may be listening to this, for anybody who is super pro-gun, nobody wants to take your firearms away, okay? There may have been a few offhanded liberal Democrats that said that we want to take all the guns off these people and have no civilian have any guns. The majority of the Democrats want sensible gun control and there's some republicans that are coming out and saying that we want sensible gun control policies like that <clears throat> like that would go a long way like nobody's talking about banning handguns and banning shotguns and uh hunting rifles and things like that they're talking about banning us ass- well i mean there's our already- technically it is illegal to have an assault weapon it for most of the for most places no, it's it not. is It it is illegal to have an automatic an automatic rifle. Automatic. I always get automatic and assault confused, but it's automatic rifles. It's already illegal to have that. What we're talking about is sensible gun control. It's easier to get a gun than it is to get a car in this country. And that is wrong because you can make the argument that, well, you can kill just as many people with a car as you can with a gun. Like you can kill, you could take the car and run it off the road and go into a crowd of people. But a car is designed for transportation. If you use it to run a bunch of people over, you're using it for what it's not designed to do. A gun is designed to do one thing kill, whether that's killing to protect or killing to slaughter and murder, it's made for one thing to kill, and there needs to be sensible protocols when dealing with this.
0: I would argue this, Adam. I would argue that uh, you drew the comparison to cars, and when people start driving cars into schools and killing 20 kids, then, okay, then I'm open for discussion on what we need to do about cars. Right now, we already regulate the shit out of cars. You have to be 16 years old to even operate a car. You have to pass a written and think a could be field 15 test. And a, I think
1: you'd be 15 and a half if you have a permit.
0: Depends on the state, not in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania.
1: But there are places where you I have think to be there, Yeah, and I
0: think Ohio so. is one of those states. Here is one
1: too. You can be 15 and a half. And where? With it here. No, you can't. Yeah, you can I no, can't. I knew people that were 15. I had a permit. That driving. that law changed ap- after change? me. Yeah. Okay. The the grade older than me. I don't know much yeah. about those kind of driving. You didn't laws get your after... you didn't get your license
0: until you like 20. But... I was 18, motherfucker. Okay. Okay. Well, I got. I'm my... Sorry, I didn't have rich family, mother well, asshole. No, I mean, I'm just telling you. I know the facts on this. I know. I know. Okay. The grade above me. I had friends who were one year older than me, and they were able to get their learner's permit at 15 and a half. That way, on their 16th birthday, they were able to take their driving test and pass it. But they changed the law around the 2000s or whenever it was, and my age was the first one affected. So basically what it means is...
1: I knew people in my age that were 15 and a half and driving.
0: They may have lived in Ohio then. No. I'm telling you, Adam, that's... I'm, I'm just you, telling you what I knew. Okay. I knew people who are 50 well, You were mistaken. Permit. You were mistaken because that's not the law. The law started with my grade, the first ones, you could take your, this is here in your your computer test on your 16th birthday. And if you passed your computer test on your 16th birthday, then you had your permit. You had to have your permit for 6 whole months. So you if you pass your pre test On your birthday, you would be 16 and a half before you got your driver's license. Yeah. That's how how the law was. Um, But anyway. As I
1: said, neither neither here nor there.
0: Well, as far as guns go, I think we should regulate guns just like we do cars. I do. Uh, You have to be 16 to operate one. You have to pass a written and a field test. You have to have insurance on your cars. Uh, Your cars have to be inspected and registered. You have to abide by the different rules. If you break the law, you lose your license when driving a car. Same thing for guns. Um, There's different, like, you gotta stop a stop sign. There's different rules. Oh, there's certain cars that aren't street legal. There's, like, race cars that you can't drive on the road, just like there's certain guns you can't have out there. I mean, it's like you said before. I I support the Second Amendment. I'm a gun owner. I don't wanna take people's guns away, but there's no need to have an assault weapon. And I don't care what you people say. Yes, the AR-15 semi-automatic rifle is an assault weapon. It is because it is used in every single fucking mass shooting. I've had to argue with people, and they're like, the AR-15 is not an assault weapon. The AR-15 is not an assault weapon. Yes, it is. Go fuck yourself. Because it's killing people. That's what it does. There's no, people don't hunt with AR-15s. You're not going to keep your AR-15 by your bed to protect you. You're going to have a handgun to protect you. You're going to hunt with a, a, a hunting rifle. That's what I own. I own hunting rifles. It's not an AR-15. If you need an AR-15 to hunt, you're a shitty fucking hunter. I'm just pissed off about the whole thing. And to arming teachers, first of all, we pay teachers, on average, $40,000 a year. Teachers get paid shit in this nation. If we're going to have them have guns now, teachers should be paid $150,000 a year. They should be getting wartime pay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, you're, you're, yeah. You're not, you're should not be wrong. Like, I mean, obviously, teachers don't make enough money the, um, in our day and age. Like, no. it's ridiculous. But even besides that, technically, if we're going to be arming civilians, you can consider that wartime. We consider it at during a wartime in our country because if we're talking about the government arming civilians, like, it's almost considered like an invasion of our country. Like, we need the civilians to help to take care of the shit. And it's, it's, it's ridiculous. There's no reason. There's there's, I'm sorry, there's no reason. The only people that can have an argument about a reason against registering your guns are the really, really hardcore conspiracy theorists out there that are saying, I don't want the government knowing what I have. it it's not there. it's not it's my right to have my shit protected, blah, blah 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 blah. All right. there's absolutely no reason why a death weapon should not be registered, okay We should like we should we should know, I don't know i'm I'm all for background checks. It's too easy to go into a gun store to buy a gun. It's too easy. There are some stores that do background checks, but there's not enough of them. Okay. There needs to be background checks done. If you have a history of mental illness, no matter what it is, then I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest with you. I think if you have a history of mental illness, depending on what the mental illness is, like if it's something insanely crazy that you're the you should be, like, almost in a mental asylum, obviously. No, you shouldn't be allowed to buy weapons. If you have, like, depression or something along those lines or anxiety, I think there should be a process that you have to go through in order to qualify to get a firearm. I think there has to be some therapeutic, psychiatric process that you have to go through first before you are allowed to purchase a firearm. That some somewhere something that somewhere some professional can write off that, oh, this person is... You know, he's not a threat to himself or anybody, you know, like, for example, I have I have major depression, depressive disorder and I have general anxiety disorder, but I'm not I wouldn't consider myself a threat to anybody. Like, I'm not going to go take a take on a depressed. I'm not going to go take a gun and go shoot up a store. I'm going to go lay in my bed for like a day until I get over it. And then I'm going to get up, you know,
0: I have a lot of friends and family for that matter that are gun owners. Some of them even own assault weapons, AR-15s and such. Um, they're conservative, Republican, card-carrying members of the NRA. And you know what, Adam? The people I'm thinking of, I don't care. I don't care if they own guns. Do you want know to know why? Because I know them, and I know them personally. As, even if I don't agree with them on some things, I know they're not going to take their gun and fucking shoot up a school. So if you're, if you're a good person and you have these kind of guns and you're not, I know you're not going to do anything with them, then I don't care if you have them. But the problem is all of the other people out there that are fucking crazy, that are murderers, that are criminals, terrorists, they can get the guns just as easy. So my argument to people is let's have longer waiting periods. Let's have stricter background checks. If you're like, You or I, Adam, guess what? We haven't broken the law. We're not crazy people. We're not criminals. We're going to pass these background checks. We're going to get our guns. This is not infringing on your Second Amendment rights, because you can still get your guns. I I just, I don't want these bad people to get them. Oh, wait a second, what's this? Here comes the narrative. Well, bad people will always find a way to get guns.
1: And you know what? Yeah, they will. There's a problem with that argument, though, I think, what is was it, every single mass shooting so far that in the past how long has these people have gotten guns legally? Hmm? Like, that's part, of, that's part of the issue right there. Yes. Like, you can make the argument all you want about how, oh, you know, because I was thinking of the same thing, too, right? When guys like, that's going to be the argument. But you can make that argument all you want. The problem is, most of these people that got these guns for these mass shootings acquired them legally. Right. They didn't go to some back alley in the back of a van or something like that and pick up a gun. They went to a gun store. They threw down a wad of cash and said, I want that one. Is that fire a lot of bullets? That's the one
0: I want. Let's be honest. And there's a couple exceptions to the rule. I think the the Las Vegas shooter, I think he was wealthy from what I understand. He had money. But the majority of them them are younger, white males that aren't well off. So if you're going to buy guns illegally in the back alleys off the black market, it's going to cost you a shit ton of money. And these people, the majority of these people who
1: do these mass shootings, they're not going to be able to afford that. The people that buy the guns out of the, the, these back alleys and, this, and shit like that are the people that want to commit crimes like rob stores and do burglaries and things like that. They're going to burgle. Exactly. Like, the like those are the kind of... those like And yes, so these common sense laws might not do anything to affect them, but we're not talking about them. We're talking about these mass shootings. We're talking about... Average Joe over here who gets fired from his job and his girlfriend left him two weeks ago and his dog died and a fish he had to flush down the toilet because he didn't feed it properly and his bird is dead and his yard is and his yard is going to shit Creeper! they're gonna they're gonna repossess his house did you say his yard is going to shit yeah it's all brown that right ugly. there that's
0: the straw that broke the camel's mouth. it looks ugly it's I'm all... gonna go fucking shoot up a kindergarten because my Scots turf builder isn't working
1: exactly it's all brown and crusty The you know the neighborhood committee is yelling at you they're going to repossess your house because you can't afford to pay your bills the neighborhood committee yeah yeah they're yeah that's, i love
0: this i love this picture you're drawing. that man
1: right there is the kind of person who's going to go pick up a gun and he's going to go and shoot up a place because he just had enough he's that, that's that's the person we're talking about here that, that those are the people that we don't want to get guns we want them to have a hard here's the thing for all we know if we had like say a two-week waiting period to get these guns maybe the, maybe this kid that shot up the school maybe something would have happened in that 2 week period that would have calmed him down and made him rethink the situation you know may like we don't know we don't know because it's not implemented anything can happen in that 2 week period that could change his mind it's ridiculous it's it's ridic- no it's not ridiculous that they're not enforced. it's more ridiculous that n- that nobody wants to talk about it. There's one side that there's one group that wants to talk about it. And then there's another group that immediately says, no, 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 no. We don't want to discuss this. No, 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 We're not listening. La, 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 Stick their fingers in their ears. And just saying like, it's, it's ridiculous. We've, we've hit a breaking point in this country. We've hit a break. We're, we are, we're living in the 21st century. America is a super power. Two hundred years ago, America was thought of as just oh, this random country over the seas. It's not really playing a big role in the world stage or anything like that. Now we are a superpower. We are one of the countries leading the world. The twenty-first century, we're shooting Teslas up into space. We got cars that can drive themselves on the fucking road with nobody behind the wheel. There's no reason why we can't talk Is about common life sense. On mom? There's no reason why we can't be talking about common sense gun controls. Like there's just no reason. I don't see why we can't have our goddamn firearms fingerprinted to where if you don't have it in a certain way you can't use it. Like Judge Dredd? Yeah, like Judge Dredd. <laughs> That's a lawgiver, man. You can't use that. I earn the law. <laughs> maybe maybe not maybe not the thumbprint, but I'm just saying. We it's a 21st fucking century, okay? the idea this idea i understand the reason for the second amendment the reason why the civilians need to arm themselves i've been taking philosophy classes i've been studying about politics i've been studying about ancient philosophy i'm not going to go into big discussion about Mm -mm 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 -mm. adam talks about school yes i've been i've been studying this ancient philosophy bs I've been studying Socrates, I've been studying Hobbes, Locke, Machiavelli. I've been studying the whole bunch, and we're gonna keep studying for the rest of the semester. I own the fucking books, I'm gonna continue reading them even after the semester's done. Whole bunch of cock stains, <laughs> them guys, huh? No, <laughs> well, not all of them, but I, I've been studying and I understand the reason for why we would want firearms, because I think it was I think it was Locke that was all into this the people being able to overthrow the state if the state didn't meet up to its end of the bargain or the state betrayed the people. Okay. But we live in an era where even if everybody was fully armed, the state has fucking nuclear weapons. The state has airplanes, jets, tanks. We have airplanes that fly themselves. Yes. Dr- fucking drones. They will drop a bomb on your
0: head while you're holding your yes. AR-15. Yes. A lot of fucking good when a drone <laughs> drops an and atomic not, bomb and on saying,
1: your head. I'm not saying that should be a reason. Like, I'm not... Nobody's saying, repeal the Second Amendment. Nobody's saying that that should be a reason to take away everybody's guns there's No, re- because there's no reason for it. I'm just saying... Your argument is almost fallacious because you would die no matter what. Fallacious Did you say fallacious fallacious
0: Oh, fallacious
1: fallacious Where's argument? Where's my head at? <laughs> I know where it's at. Um but anyway, like it's it's just there's no reason why we can't discuss it. I'm here's the thing, I'm sure if we if both sides came together and had a mutual discussion there could be a solution that would present itself that may not make both sides happy but it wouldn't make them mad either that something would get accomplished there would be something where we can pave a road towards mutual satisfaction that can maybe help to solve this problem and because guess potholes
0: while you're at it true
1: because guess what it is a problem It is an epidemic in this country. I think there's been enough now in a short amount of time where we can call it an epidemic. Don't you agree? In the
0: words of Johnny Tapia from Bad Boys 2, it's a stupid fucking
1: problem, but it's still a fucking problem. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just saying there should be no reason why... There shouldn't be any reason why I post on uh, social media... I think we need gun control policies, and then somebody says, "No, you're not taking my guns." I don't think that should be the response. I think the ship response should be, "I hear what you're saying. What is your idea, and I will counter you with my idea." I'm all for ideas, Scott. I'm an idea you, you, man. You pull a Trump. I'm you an idea a, man. I hear you.
0: <laughs> Did you see that Trump uh, had a meeting with some of the survivors from Stoneman Douglas, the high school kids? And there's a. a you mean meeting. after?
1: You mean after his 18 holes?
0: after after he was golfing right what for the fu- during the funerals but he's holding a piece of paper while he's like having this round table discussion with these kids and it's like bulleted with numbers and his hands covering most of it but the one at the very bottom says like number 8 period says i hear you <laughs> he had to fucking not... have, he had the fucking have notes to about he... how to be sincere to people who almost died kids kids
1: who almost died to death the question isn't the question isn't why does he have to have notes the real question is did he follow those notes like to the point because they give him those notes so he doesn't stray off the path and pull another uh fucking bullshit with the uh KKK the whole uh remember that mass protest and the KKK member drove his car into a crowd. Okay KKK
0: little scrappy okay guy
1: yeah, you, yeah, you remember, and then he had that response where it's like his response is bullshit. There was
0: good. There was good people yeah, on, on both, both sides. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. There was good people on the neo Nazis and the KKK. That's what our president just said. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah. So I mean, the real question is, they give him those bullet points to try to rein him in, so they don't have another situation like that. The question is, does he follow those bullet points, like really to the T? We have a fucking president in office whose staff have to give him high school grade bullet points numbered from top to bottom one through eight so he can follow the train of path this is the person you elected
0: what a time to be alive adam Fucking you know when hell. my parents told me i could be anything they want they weren't kidding because <laughs> anybody could be anything they want after after this administration yeah
1: yeah that's but, why I'm uh, that's why I'm majoring in I, what I'm majoring in now. I, I have no business being a computer science major, but fuck it. Let's do it. I don't care.
0: I just I we should not arm teachers. We should look into comprehensive common sense gun regulations. Uh that that's not that's not a terrible thing to say. And when I when I say that or when people say that, they just get ostracized by the right, and it's because of the, the terrorist organization that is known as the National Rifle Association. The NRA is a terrorist group, and they're responsible for kids' deaths all across this country. And, you know, my, my kids are getting ready to be school age, and I'm, I'm terrified, but I'm not going to let fear dictate my rational thinking. And... It's not just me. It's something like 87 percent of the country agrees with you and I, Adam, that we need to do something. No one's going to come take your guns away. They're not going to knock on your door, look under your bed, in your cellar. Nobody's going to do that. But work with us here. We got to figure something out. And no, more guns is not the answer. That's crazy talk. And I'm trying. I'm not trying to flip out like I did on the little old lady yeah. at the, the bar tonight. I'm trying to be a rational human being here and saying, <laughs> "Hey, let's talk about this. Let's work together. Let's figure something out because what we're doing now is not working."
1: I'm all I'm all for looking I'm I'm not going to say I'm all for. I'm all for considering maybe amending the second amendment because I think that might be a necessity. Now, hear me out before you people freak out and you send us emails saying death threats and all this kind of bullshit towards me. Just hear me out for a second, okay? Then you got to remember, it's the people that wrote the Constitution of the United States, great people they were. They were not really good people. Let's be honest. They were oh, they were good people as far as our history is concerned, but they owned slaves. They were bad people. They still considered women to be less than them. They were people, and people are fall- fallible. <laughs>
0: yes. So... I mean, I, I really respect and admire many of the framers of the Constitution. Many of our founding fathers are very admirable people. But were any of them saintly and perfect by any stretch of the imagination? No, Adam, they weren't. Like you said, they were good people, but yes. they had their faults.
1: And, there was and a, they made mistakes. And at the time, the Second Amendment, there was not a reason for it to exist because there was not... Massive amounts of police. There was and no authorities. Police. police was not a thing. There was nothing to help protect the people, and so that's the reason why the Second Amendment existed. And more importantly, I think the biggest reason why the Second Amendment exists is because they could fire one bullet every five minutes, something like that. I they don't were, know the exact time. They, no, they
0: were they were muzzle loading yeah. muskets. Yeah, which is the common. I mean, there were other types of guns of the era, but the common tool. Was the muzzle loading musket, and let's be honest, that's not going to do too much damage in a school. If and you're we're talking about around.
1: and we're talking about people that could not fathom what we have today. They uh, could not. They couldn't understand the technology we have today, let alone a gun that could fire not only three hundred rounds in a minute. Not only did we not
0: have police, but we really didn't have military. I mean, we won our independence by defeating the British Empire, which was the most impressive army on the face of the planet and we were a bunch of farmers with guns and we beat them. Like so when they wrote that in there they said, Shit, how the fuck did we win that? Uh we could lose. Like they could just you pissed off and come back and so everybody needs a gun because if they come yeah. back, like everybody you all have to fight. You are and the thing
1: is if we lived in a desperate time where our country was being invaded by foreign uh populaces like let's say Let's say happenstance Al Qaeda or ISIS somehow was a superpower. They grew to the size where they were massing and they were they were spreading the world like Nazis, like they were like the next Nazis, and they were taking over the world and they were launching attacks against the United States. So like we had like a red dawn. Yes, like a red dawn situation. A fucking red dawn happens with, with like ISIS or North Korea or something like that. If if that was happening on a regular basis, then I could be like, then I then I could see your point where it's like. No, we need to keep people armed. Motherfucking Swayze, Wolverines. Yeah, <laughs> if it was a situation like that, then I could be, then I could see the argument of, yeah, we need to keep people armed and stuff like that. Like, like that. That's what we need. But. I just, I just don't see it. And you're going to argue, Then here's the counter argument. The counter argument is, well, if we're going to look at the second amendment, let's look at the, uh, let's look at the freedom of speech amendment. Let's, let's look at that one. Let's look at that bad boy. Maybe you should take away your freedom of speech. Well, to that argument, I have to say, when I'm able to convince 200 people to jump off a cliff, all the time, and that becomes a regular thing, like, then, like, we, like then we can all make... All the time is yes. the keyword there. Like, yes. like every week. Yes. Then, <laughs> when there's a Purple Man situation from Jessica Jones, I know you you haven't watched that. Oh, I did. There, oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. When there's a Purple Man situation going on, maybe then we can... the ch- mind control. Yes. Maybe yeah. then we could check that freedom of speech and maybe go look at that. But until that happens, let's look at the thing that's killing our young people in the schools. Let's take a look, gander at that, and don't get rid of it but let's amend it. Let's take a look and get our smartest people, get both sides in a room, lock the fucking door, and say you're not getting out, and you're not getting any pizza to you come up with a solution.
0: David Tennant's the man, isn't
1: he? Yes, he is. Like, I love David. He's, he's fucking a fucking great. A great actor. He's fucking great. Well, this was a great show we've come back to. We've had laughs. We've had arguments. We've cried. We've wept. We've gotten angry. We've been passionate. Passion, that's what it's all about, Scott, the passion. Now that, we, now that we're back, Scott, Yes. how can the people get a hold of us?
0: All right, people. Uh, there's a couple different ways. You can shoot us an email at, for your at gmail.com. Uh Let us know. We want to know what clips from our previous shows you liked so we can put them in our upcoming clip show. Uh, you can find us on social media. We are on Facebook. You can search for For Your Distraction and like us on there. Or you can find us on Twitter by searching For Your Distraction and following us on there. You can tweet us at podcasts F-Y-D. There's a couple different ways you can listen to the show. We are on SoundCloud. If you go to SoundCloud, search for For Your Distraction and follow us on there. We are on iTunes. Again, search for For Your Distraction on iTunes. You can subscribe to us and find all our shows there. You can also rate us and write a little review. Um, You can find us on the Podbean app by searching for the Movie Guys Podcast. Uh, That's kind of our unofficial hub for the Be Real Podcasting Network. Uh, You can find, obviously, the movie guys on there. Hey, I Like That Game, For Your Distraction, a bunch of other kick-ass pimps talking about shit. Um, So you can find us there. Uh, The beer of the show.
1: The Weyerbacher Sunday Mole Stout.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit rough. It's a little bit rough. Was, I, there's
1: still a little bit in the beer that I'm not gonna finish. Yeah, so. that's okay.
0: That's okay. It was it was definitely unique enough to give it a try. Yes,
1: um, try it. I absolutely try it. Buy a if you find like a four pack out there somewhere. Buy that. Buy that or something. Right. I, I'm assuming it came in a four pack. A lot of these a lot of these micro brews seem to be sold in more four packs today day than uh, six packs. I think
0: it depends on the alcohol content. So, yeah. Well, we're back, Adam. We're going to try to we're try
1: to keep this train going. I don't see any reason why we cannot. I don't see any reason why we don't really have much coming up, as far as I know. There's not too much on the schedule. You know, I don't know if you're going on any trips. I know me. I'm usually pretty good on the weekends. So, uh, as long as the equipment stays working, we're going to keep going. All right. Until next time, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci
0: gang. Thank you.